Hey, everybody, you're listening to Tour All Night, the nightly Native Invader after show wrap up. Um, tonight is September 16th, Saturday, and Tori performed at the Jahrhunderthalle in Frankfurt, Germany. This was the eighth show on her Native Invader tour, and what a strange, amazing show. Um, the set list started with IIE, Bliss, Little Earthquakes, uh, first tour debut of the night, Not the Red Baron, and then she threw in Take Me With You, a little mashup, so that will count as a tour debut. Um, then Graveyard, tour debut, uh, came back for Jackie's Strength and Blood Roses to round out the first half of the set. Um, for the Fake Muse Network, she did Real Men, which was one of my wills, so point for me. Um, and that's, of course, a Joe Jackson tune from her Strange Little Girls album. And Abraham, Martin, and John by Dion, that was part of the Fake Muse Network, and she added a little bit of Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, and a little bit of her own song, America, uh, the Do We All Lay Down section of that song. Um, so that will count as a tour debut because <laughs> why not? Um, then for the second half of her set, Reindeer King, Purple People, Winter. Um, not only a tour debut, but a debut at all. Like a, not just this tour, but ever is Highness in the Sky from The Light Princess, the musical. Um, and then she closed the set with Take to the Sky with I Feel the Earth Move Bridge and the Detura Bridge. Um so that was the main set. And then the two encores were, well, two and a half encores, I guess, were Cloud Riders, um, which she did for the first time ever. So tour debut and debut. And then she mashed it up. She did this like Raisin Girl improv at the end of it. That, and the, the backing track of Cloud Riders sort of changed a little bit. And she went into Cornflake Girl, but only the end of Cornflake Girl. So it was more of a mashup. Um, so Cloud Riders into Cornflake Girl. And of course, Cornflake Girl was a tour debut for the night or for this tour. And then a sort of fairy tale to close out the set. So that was a total of 16 songs and a lot of extras. So we count seven tour debuts tonight. Um, Not the Red Baron, Take Me With You, Graveyard, America, uh, Highness in the Sky, Cloud Riders, and Cornflake Girl. So we count those as seven tour debuts. Um, We were off by one in our count. So we were at 44 originals. Um, if you count Datura, which I have some problems counting Datura, but I guess you gotta. Um, if Yeah, if we're going to count America and Take Me With You, we have to count Datura. So Datura had already been played once this tour, so our, our actual count was 44 originals. So now we're at 51 originals that she's done on this tour in some capacity or another. And then 16 cover, co- different covers this tour. Of course, no cover debuts yet. But like I said, she's busy working on her own material. Who thought we would have gotten The Light Princess? Um, ever. Like, that's awesome. We're going to crunch numbers here, and then we're going to talk to Frank, um, who was an amazing addition to our podcast. He periscoped the entire show from our Twitter account, live streamed it. Uh, It's going to be archived there. You can go back and look at it. We've pinned it to our profile at least for 24 hours. It'll be there. So go check out Frank Jania's live stream of of the Frankfurt show. Thank you, Frank, for that. Um, We'll crunch numbers at the end, I guess. But the, the album that came out the winner... Uh, a, th- a four-way tie between From the Choir Girl Hotel to Venus and Back, Little Earthquakes, and Boys for Pele each had two things played. And then the B-side, she did four B-sides tonight. Of course, she did uh, Take Me With You, We Count as a B-side, even though it was an unreleased track from a piano, Graveyard, um, Purple People, and Take to the Sky. So there you go, people. Two Native Invader songs tonight. Let's talk to Frank. Hello? Hi, how are you? Live from Frankfurt? Yes, yes, I am. 
Oh, man. Uh, so if there can be anyone credited with bringing that show to the people besides Tori Amos herself, it is Frank Jania, ladies and gentlemen, because he periscoped the whole thing from our Twitter account. Right. He, he brought everybody together tonight, and we all were watching. It was fantastic. Tell us everything. Tell us how you feel. Uh, so, okay, so it was so amazing. Now, first of all, when I was periscoping the other night, my battery was just like, you could just watch it draining. And this concert hall has really great Wi-Fi, and I guess Frankfurt in general has really great um, like cellular data. Uh-huh. So the battery wasn't really moving much, and I brought my extra battery. Uh-huh. So then it became a thing of like, all right, well, you know, I got like the first three songs. Oh, I've only lost like 3% battery, so let me just see if I can do And then I had to just finish it. Right? Oh, of course. That's amazing. So. You told Frank told me before that he was going to do some video, and I was like, okay, we'll get a video here and there. But like, it just kept going and going was amazing. Really, I thought I thought no, my battery's going to die, or the network's going to be a problem, or whatever. But I guess these Germans figured out the network, and uh, yeah, it was not the phone barely even got hot. Which wow. Okay, so she comes out and plays IIE. Tell yes. us, take us through the first half of yep. the show, the Bliss Little Earthquakes. Not the Red Baron with Take Me With You. Tell us about yes. that. Um, a little on my background. I listened to like every Tori Amos song probably about 10 years ago. I was, I was downloading everything. And, and then for a while, I'd really only see her at concerts. And then, you know, like j- just some of kind of the essential songs. Uh-huh. Um, and it's every time I see a concert, I kind of get reinvigorated. And I will tell you that. So this is show number six in Europe for me. Um, the last show that I'll see in Europe Uh, and the first four and a little bit of five or like half of five, it felt like she was still just kind of warming up and uh, it felt, even though the songs were different, it felt kind of like, you know how you go on vacation for a week and the first three days you're not really on vacation and then you're on vacation. Yeah. Like towards the end of Utrecht and definitely tonight she totally like, that she's on vacation. She is on tour. She's Stella got her groove back. Really having fun with it. Yes, she definitely did. And um, at the beginning of so at the beginning of the show, she was playing um, the songs that she was playing. I feel like everybody was enjoying, but uh-huh. I don't know whether it was the night or the crowd or or you know, Frankfurt or what. Um, but there was very much this kind of like, okay, we're sitting in our chairs enjoying this music and this is lovely. Um, but no, like there wasn't like fandom, there wasn't excitement. There wasn't, um, people like really, really happy that, you know, this show was kind of going in a certain direction. And I think at some point she said like, fuck that nonsense, we're just going to make this happen. So I had mentioned the other time we talked that, you know, she's more comfortable kind of talking in between songs a little bit more. Now I saw some more of that tonight too, but it seemed like after fake news, she really started to say, okay, I'm just going to have fun with this. So really the first half was a lot of, a lot of just people sitting there listening and, you know, calling out a little when they, they heard a song that they didn't expect to hear or something. Um, and I'm trying to think of both the fake news songs, which... The first one was Real Men, um, and then the second one was Abraham Martin and John, which is a Dion song. Yes. And she threw in uh, Sweet yes. Love, Sweet Chariot, yes. and she even threw some of her own America in from Unrepentant Geraldine's. So it seems like previously she's done this thing where she'll take either a pop song or a song you know well and then kind of do her interpretation of it. And like the only kind of thing we saw of this, at least with ones I've seen so far, 
was um, Boys of Summer. And then everything else, to be very honest, were songs that I either had never heard or certainly couldn't tell you the title or artist of, but had heard the melody. Right. Um, right. So I feel like she's doing something a little different with the covers now where she's kind of paying homage to the singer-songwriter kind of people. Um and doing a really good job at it because I listened to some of these songs and say, oh, where's that from? I want to hear that again, as opposed to like, let me see how clever a you know super bass cover right. I can do or something. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because um, with the exception of like Running to Stand Still performed on the first night in Cork, it seems like every other song has come from her era, the 70s, like growing up, someone... Uh, someone say My Life Tonight by Elton John. She's done River by Joni. Uh, she did yep. Teen Spirit by Nirvana, yep. but that's like basically her song. That's right. She did do that one in a show I didn't see. Um, Vincent by Don McLean. Uh, famous Blue Raincoat. A Case yep. of You. Boys in the Trees. Thank you. So it's all coming from like when she grew up. You're right. So it is singer. It was a very singer songwritery time. So I feel like that's um, like that's a pattern, and that's one of the reasons why when I did Wills and Wolves, which I totally lost. Like I know there's not even time close. <laughs> Um, um, I was like, oh, well, maybe, like, maybe if I will it, she'll do like a pop take or, you know, like her take on a pop song. But that I pulled that back because that's the pattern that I've seen. Um, and I also saw a pattern up until kind of tonight that there was not a whole lot you were going to kind of like bop or sway to, uh-huh. right? Like, I, I love, love Raspberry Swirl. Oh, I've yeah. Seen it live a few times and it's just, the, the room goes nuts. And I didn't put Raspberry Swirl as a as a Will or Want tonight because I feel like for some reason that's just not at least part of this tour or right. maybe the the first part of this tour. Right. It feels like yeah, it does feel like the you know the fire and ice section of each show that she's doing the darker songs and then she's doing the weepers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would love to get Raspberry Swirl. I'd love to get Sweet Sangria. I'd love to get In the Springtime of His Voodoo. Yeah. I'd love to get all of those songs that have like that beat and you can dance to, you know? I love those tracks. Yeah. And that, so that's why I put maybe California there. I mean, I know we're not in California and maybe should that LA, but that felt like the kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's a somber song, but one year, you know, I don't know. That, right. that, that the rhythm is a little more upbeat. The melody is a little more upbeat or something. Um, but of course she didn't play that, but and not to jump ahead, but God damn it, when she did um, Take to the Sky and then through when, uh, Earth Move Under My Feet, yeah, I, 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 I lost it. I absolutely, I don't even know if you'd hear it on the Periscope. Oh, yes, playing absolutely. Because it was, it was her, that was like she was just in her salon with mm. some friends and everybody <laughs> was starting to feel it. The, the the stage rush had already happened. So I know even, even before the encore. Yeah, I noticed that it happened stage. at the top of Take to the Sky, right? Because you said it. I think in the Periscope you said stage rush. <laughs> I did. I did because yeah. it seemed so out of place, right, to happen before the, before encore. the encore. Yeah. Um, and then it was. I don't know if she just totally ad libbed. Um, Earth move. No, or she's done that before. That she used to, well, she's done that before in 2002, 2003 is when she started doing that. And the best performance, if you want to go okay. back and check out Houston, yeah. 2003, that I feel the earth move okay. was amazing. Um, but then she stopped doing that. She started throwing Muhammad, my friend, and occasionally she'll do it. But now she's been doing Take to the Sky with Daytura. So seeing I feel the earth okay. move come back and then Daytura also. It's like last night when she did Pancake with both bridges. It's like tonight she's doing Take to the yeah. Sky with both like improvs. So it's great. It's great. Oh, and it, and it just, that was when I saw her being like, this is my show. Yeah. And I'm going to have fun with this. And I'm, I, I've am i got the, the bass down. And now I'm just going to play. And, and I feel like 
I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't generate music. I'm not a musical person, but I, I know how to watch it. And <laughs> damn, she just, when she was, when she went into that blend, like when she transitioned to earth move, you could tell that this, what, this was her room. This was her piano. And, uh, she was just going to make you feel it. So amazing. Nice. Nice. Was that your favorite moment of the show? Oh, oh unquestionably. Yeah. Unquestionably. Also because it was like, you know, she had played Blood Roses fairly early on. Uh-huh. And for so many of the shows that I saw, she either encored with that or closed with it. Right. And when I heard that happen, I thought, oh, good. She's like getting a, a thing that she's been putting towards the end a little bit earlier. And now she's going to play a little more maybe. And sure enough, she did. She comes back for the encore and does Cornflake Girl. Yes. Talk to us yes. about the Cloud Riders Cornflake Girl moment. Oh, so um, I just... She started to say Raising Girl at some point. Right. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, she's just kind of like throwing a little nod to that. Um, and all of a sudden you start to hear her blend into it. And the couple next to me, who, by the way, were um, completely puzzled that I was filming. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they've ever been to a show before. Really? Um, but Were they, they German? clearly spoke very little English. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming German, but they definitely didn't speak any English to me. They gave me the side eye a couple of times, <laughs> and I was unrelenting. I, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm going to stop. So you know. Um, and at one point, they just they kind of stopped caring. But it was when Cornflake Girl came on that they both kind of got into it. Oh, so great. I think they're kind of casual fans, and I think that's like part of this venue. So. I saw several people walking around with laminates on, but, you know, they weren't going backstage or anything. And I saw a couple that had laminates on that were um, next to the couple that I was next to, and that was the last part of the row. Uh-huh. And they got up and left in, like, song number three. Uh-huh. So I think there's, like, a membership to this hall or something. And people thought, oh, there's, you know, an American artist. I'll go see her. Oh, not my cup of tea, and then left. I see. So I don't know what that's all about. You know, because there were not a lot of seats. You saw the picture. They they could have really packed this room a lot more, but they didn't. I feel like they did a good job with that. Um, But they just walked out in the middle. So I feel like this is something where maybe people come for, you know, like a season pass, and they go. um, And maybe also why the energy in the room wasn't quite the same. And, you know, she kind of, when she started tapping on the, or pounding on the piano, like to kind of get people up and moving. Uh-huh. I also felt like this, in some ways, this was kind of a very, you know, clap on the one and three kind of cloud, crowd, and she just wanted to make sure, no, like, let's, let's all do this together. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. It was pretty great. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because Frank, yeah. Frank took some really fantastic pictures of the hall, and you can see them on our Instagram at Songs of Toremus. I put it on, I'm, I put them up there. The hall seemed really intimate. I mean, like, I loved how you described it. Frank described it as like an outdoor venue sort of made to feel like, or an indoor venue made to feel like an outdoor venue. And I, I agree. It looks... It, it was. It's a giant dome, right? And I thought, you know, oh, it's just going to be a big concert hall kind of thing. But they carved out maybe, I don't know, 30 degrees of a circular dome. And that's it. And that's all they sat. And you could have sat more people, but they didn't. Wow. I wonder if the energy, too, is a is a German thing, you know, if they're... You know, if they were giving you the side eye for filming, I wouldn't be entirely surprised. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some element of culture here where you know that's just not kind of how even you know somewhat fans of hers kind of react. But especially not if if there are people attending you know weekly concert series. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, yeah. And then she closed with this sort of fairy tale, a grooving song. How's that? Yes. So she, she's she's encored that for every show that I've seen. I think she's encored it for every show on the European tour so far. And I have always loved sort of fairy tale. Um, it was one of those ones where I'd kind of keep it on repeat for a little while. And I, I thought it didn't quite get the the play it deserved. And sure enough, not only is it getting the play it deserves now, I, I would have loved another kind of like up-tempo one in its place, a couple of these encores. But every time it comes on and... Um, you know, she does this thing where she taps her head, which I'm assuming is telling the engineer, like, start the loop. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, um, you know, and then, okay, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain because it's a pretty great, a pretty great version. Speaking of the loop. So I, I had, I think I had mentioned to you, I talked to one of the engineers in Paris and I said, I don't remember the last show, but the shows before she either had the string quartet for Night of Hunters or she had a band and, you know, some of these ones with like backing music, how the heck are you doing this? And he said, it's a mix of like just totally recorded stuff and other drum loops that he kind of like jumps in between and like they kind of have it figured out, which was just fascinating to me having, having never organized a thing like that. Wow. So it's like everybody's kind of like interacting, going back and forth, like in the moment with her. As far as I can tell, yeah. Like the, the one of the audio engineers is just, He's just there to do drum loops. And, That's great. and she taps her head, he starts part of it. And, <laughs> you know, they've probably worked out the switch from, you know, when it kind of speeds up or, you know, pulls back a little bit. Um, because yeah. there was a little, there yeah. was a little like mess up in, in fairy tale tonight, right? Like right towards the beginning, there was a little goof and she said, Oh, sorry. It was really cute. <laughs> so that was another thing, right? She said, Oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. And that's like so great. She was just comfortable saying, Oh, I fucked up. Okay. Let's, let's fix this. Um, so that was, I think what happened there was she probably started hearing the the background in her earpiece mm-hmm. before it started playing mm-hmm. because she started playing and then all of a sudden you just heard everything kick in. So I think they just didn't play it for the crowd and that whole, that threw her off. Uh. So she pulled it, like she kind of fixed it in the, in the beginning. She got back on, on rhythm. Uh-huh. Um, but then something happened in the middle where, you know, she just kind of stopped spontaneously. And I don't know if that was something we didn't hear, but I personally didn't hear her. Like I didn't hear her mess anything up, but she certainly said she did. So take her word. <laughs> <laughs> where does yeah. this show rank in? <laughs> of your six shows on this tour and in total of all your shows? Oh man. So it's definitely the best of, of this, of the European part I've done so far. Um, uh, because of how she just kind of slipped into, I love what I do right at the end or, Mm -hmm. you know, in the last, let's say quarter or third of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to say it's my top because I got to share it with, you know, a couple thousand people, um, which was really just, kind of amazing so you know yeah that's hard to beat that was pretty great well frank it was amazing for us as well we're so grateful for that live stream everybody was watching it freaking out it's like technology today we're right in there it was incredible and i'm like yeah like i'm actually live tweeting the set list because i'm watching the live show it's just so insane yeah and oh yeah i'm so glad i could share that and you know hopefully in in the u.s show right uh, yeah i would love i mean absolutely so I also got really excited for the U.S. shows after this because I thought, wow, she's going to get to do this whole tour. She takes like, I don't know, three weeks off or something and then comes to the U.S. 
So she's going to be fresh. She's going to like have her base and all that. I think that's going to be great. So oh, yeah. I'm even more excited for the U.S. tour after these I know after these times. Can't wait for the U.S. tour. I'm doing the whole thing. We'll see you on the road. Of course, we'll see you on the road. Yes. Um, of thank course. You. Of Everybody course. thank Frank for the Periscope. Follow him on Facebook at Fjania. F-J-A-N-I-A. Yes. You can see his touring pictures. They're beautiful. That's right. Um, Frank, I can't thank you enough. Um, and we'll see you in the States, man. Of course. Of course. It, it was my pleasure. All right. I'll see you in the States and everybody else who's seeing Europe. Have a great time. I wish I could have been with you, but I got to work. Uh, work. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye, Frank. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's crunch numbers. So what a show. Frank, thank you so much for that. At the high end of the spectrum, we have Little Earthquakes coming in at 279 performances tonight. Uh, winter, this was at least the 380th performance. Take to the Sky, 243. Uh, IIE, 223. We have Bliss at 148 performances after tonight. Not the Red Baron. This was the 154th time. Blood Roses, 187. Jackie Strength, 116. Uh, a sort of fairy tale, 197. Um, at the low end of the spectrum, obviously, Cloud Riders and Highness in the Sky, number one, the first time they've ever been played. America, this is only the second time she's played America. Graveyard came in at 62. This was the 62nd performance of Graveyard. And the 20th time she played Real Men. Um, I... Oh my God, I'm just like over the moon. Thanks to all the wonderful people who are helping make Tour All Night a reality. We, of course, have James Farron, who's working on our wills and wants. We have uh, Shay Stymack, who's building our nightly playlists. She's going to have a field day with this one. Um, so go check that out. Uh, you can find us on Spotify at the Sideways Society. Um, we have Frank Jania, who, of course, has periscoped the entire show from our Twitter. And that's amazing. So if you're liking what we do, please consider heading over to our Patreon account and throwing us a couple bucks. Um, we'll be doing the entire Native Invader tour, post-show and pre-show. Tour coverage all winter long, so get ready for it. Head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash songs of Tori Amos. You can go to songs of and sign up for our newsletter. We'll be publishing a, a leaderboard for Wills and Wants next week. Again, we'll be doing it every week to see who's in the lead. Um, I'm at two points, so I've doubled <laughs> I've doubled my points. Uh, let's do some wills and wants stats. So tonight we have a new person in the lead, Shaggy, the king of the game, always has been. He got two tonight to put him at eleven. Edging Saker out, who's now in second place at 10, tied with Valerie Lord, who added one tonight and went up from 9 to 10. So Shaggy's in the lead with 11. Valerie and Saker are tied for second at 10. Jordan Zikafus went up by two also. And welcome to Marcus Katsun, who just started playing today and got one. Uh, so welcome to our new player. Um, and we have other new players also who didn't get any. <laughs> um, there are no newly disqualified songs tonight, but I just want to give a special shout out to all you tricksters who thought this game was a sure bet. You thought, oh, I'll put Pancake on as my will because she spent so much time working it up. Of course, she'll play it again. And there was quite a lot of you who put Pancake on as a will and she didn't do it because this game is unpredictable <laughs> this game is just this game can get maddening i might throw in a little i might throw in something a little special me, me and danny have been thinking about something to just sort of uh shake the game up what if we were to like pull a song from a hat and that song was just instantly disqualified or pull a song from a hat and that song was the bonus song and if you pick that song you get an extra point who knows we may do something like that let us know your thoughts on that if that's a good thing for you but shaggy's in the lead right now i have two points so don't feel bad no matter where you are on our leaderboard it's all in good fun see you tomorrow people
of the Sideways Society. For more information, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.